This is the dropout degree. Find out what it really takes to win big as an entrepreneur, regardless of your age, education, or financial background. Hosted by the world's most influential Gen Z entrepreneur, Josh King Madrid, or as you may know him, Jet Set Fly. Enjoy. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? Josh Kim Madrid coming to you guys live. Um, I'm super excited. I'm super pumped. Uh, today, my podcast went number 91 um, for the top charts business podcast in the world. Yes, in the world for iTunes. Um, and obviously, I couldn't have done that if it wasn't for you listening to this right now and if it wasn't for you, you know, subscribing to iTunes and leaving a five-star review. So if you're listening to this right now and that's you, um, I just obviously, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because that really means a lot to me. Um, I want to come for the top 10 and I want to go for the number one podcast. I feel like that'd be pretty insane uh, having the number one podcast in the world for business at 19 years old. Um, and that's because I'm just, you know, putting out, you know, good content that, you know, millennials and uh, people need to hear, you know, relevant stuff, not just some motivational stuff. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Um, if you're watching this right now, stop what you're doing. Uh, take a screenshot. Let people know that you're, you know, tuning in. Let people know that you're hustling. Uh, post it on your Instagram story, post it on your Snapchat story, post it on all your social media, tag me in it, and uh, if you have any questions, let me know. You know, I, I replied back to everybody. Yesterday, I replied back to somebody who had a ton of e-commerce um, questions, and even though it was long, uh, I did promise I'm going to reply back to everybody that posts a picture of my podcast on social media, so I want to make sure I get that done because I really do appreciate you guys. And um, so today, pretty much, I had a phone call uh, with a kid that went to US, or he goes to USC currently. And uh, he wanted to interview me for his entrepreneurship class. So let me read you guys a DM he sent me on Instagram. Um, I probably get a few hundred, probably like 500 DMs a day. But I was lucky enough to see this. And I felt this guy struggle because I turned in, you know, assignments last minute when I was in college. And I didn't want this guy to have a late project. So he messaged me on Instagram. His name was Nikolai. He said, hey, Josh, I'm in an entrepreneurship class at uh, University of Southern California. And we have a project in which we have to interview an entrepreneur. I would love to meet with you briefly or have a Skype call with you and share your skills and ventures with my class. My class meets tomorrow at 6 p.m. So would it be possible to schedule something within the next 24 hours? I apologize for the incredible short notice. I had another entrepreneur lined up to interview last night, but he unfortunately bailed out. Thanks for your time. So um, I ended up seeing this last minute. I wasn't able to get to him right away. But, you know, like I said, I know how it feels to turn in something last minute. So we actually squeezed out a call like at 520 right before his class um, the next day. To get this done so i just hopped off the phone call with him not too long ago and uh this is the conversation we had so he pretty much just wanted to ask me some questions um he'd done a lot of research on the brand and my business so he didn't need to go into too much detail but just a quick few questions on you know some of the things that um i had to go through you know on my struggle and on my journey you know coming up to doing what i'm doing today so i'll go ahead and play this phone call for you guys i hope you guys enjoy Yo, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, dude? Nothing Thanks much. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. I'm, I know you're real busy. Yeah, of course, man. Um, I just got like, off a quick phone call with my web team, but you know, wanted to squeeze this in. I saw that you had a uh, a class at six, and I was in college before, man. So I know how it is to get something done last minute. So I wanted to make sure I did this for you. Yeah, man. I really appreciate it. I, I just I had another guy lined up, and um, he just he's traveling or something, and he didn't get back to me. So uh, I don't know. I just 
it's whatever. I've been I've been following your your stuff for a while now, so I don't know why I didn't just reach out to you earlier. You're you're way more interesting, anyways. <laughs> awesome, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, one more time, is uh, so your name? How do you pronounce it? Is it Nikolai? Yeah, it's Nikolai. Yep. Okay, cool, perfect. What's going on, perfect. dude? Yeah, so um, let me just ask you just a couple questions about your journey, and and then I'll uh, let you go, man. Yeah, sounds good. Real quick, before you do that, um, just some background on you. Um, so you're at US, USC. What what year are you in at uh, USC? I'm a sophomore right now. Okay, cool. So are you like 1920? 19, 20 years old? Uh, yeah, 19. I'm going to be 20 in February, yeah. Okay, cool. For sure, dude. Uh, what made your business? Yeah, I'm, I'm studying business. I'm minoring in entrepreneurship. Um, I'm also on the swim team. And uh, that, that's kind of the reason that I came out here uh, to USC because they have a fantastic uh, SWIFT program. And uh, it's one of the best entrepreneurship programs in the country. But um, recently I've just been kind of realizing that I don't know if uh, the $70,000 tuition is for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I feel you 100%. Are you out of state or? Yeah, I'm, out of, I'm actually from Boston. I, I went there uh, last, last year. Um, I love it. I love the place. Yeah, it's a very, very different place than California. <laughs> Definitely. So, a lot, a lot I like, faster. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I, th- I thought California was the fast life, but uh, Boston, man, things are moving over there. Yeah. Yeah, everything on the East Coast is a little bit, like, more nippy, kind of, than out here. <laughs> yeah. In New York, too. Have you been out to New York? Yeah, I have. I, I got to go back. That's probably one of my favorite spots, for sure, too. Oh, New York shit is always getting done. New York, New York never, literally never sleeps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, man, so uh, what, what questions do you have? Yeah, so so what um so like what was your first serious uh I know like you did some kind of hustling and like when you were younger like you sold some products uh that you got online and stuff like that but what was your like first serious uh business venture and um you know like what were some of its competitors like what was the vision that you had for it and and just like how did it how did it go So um you know it's kind of hard to really say my first serious business uh business venture just because I took every you know business venture very serious um you know okay. go, going way back um all the way to you know selling things online there's always competition uh right. you know so it's kind of it's kind of hard to really say that when i was selling things at school you know back when i was hustling back in middle school and high school uh there was people who you know found out my suppliers and try to you know beat me off the market um but right. regardless of what business it was um you know like fast forward to you know when i was done with high school um, or towards the end of high school, I first started my first e-commerce business um, with a brand, and then uh, got into direct sales and got into uh, affiliate marketing, kind of uh, around the same time. But regardless of each business venture, um, the biggest thing that made me, you know, have to, uh, you said, like stand out from the competition, right? Right. Um, the biggest thing was always marketing. You know how creative I was, uh, how I made, you know, whatever I was selling, like sound. Uh, how lucrative the opportunity was. The biggest thing is how you market it because you know there's other people who might have cheaper prices or might have similar products, but right. if they don't know how to market, if they don't know how to build a brand or establish like an authority, uh, an authority, then they're right. you know they're kind of screwed. And what I did with each business was I established myself as an authority figure um, by doing tons of market research uh, and just really knowing my shit. So I knew what I was talking right. about. I'd done enough research. Um, I. I stayed up late, you know, I was down deep in the trenches, I guess you can say, and so I knew my shit. So when it came down to people asking me questions, I was always able to answer them. Uh, nobody can really stump me 
you know, my competition was getting stumped. Uh, they were unsure. They, their products or their business or whatever it was didn't look as official as mine because they didn't really uh, establish themselves as an authority figure. So the biggest thing, right. you know, to stand out from the competition was always just, uh, you know, establishing myself as an authority. That way, it doesn't matter if my business is brand new or if it's been around for two years, somebody comes to mind and they're going to think it looks a lot better than whoever else is the, you know, competition. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So would you call yourself a risk taker? Definitely. Um, calculated risk. Calculated risk, though. Okay. What would you say was, what was like a big uh, risk that you had when you were starting out? What were some big risks that you were facing, like maybe like capital or something like that, and that you weren't sure, but again, like you calculated and you approached it right and you executed? What was like kind of a big risk for you? So the biggest thing for me, man, is I'm always looking long term. You know what's what's gonna happen uh, in the future. You know, and when I say long term, I'm not talking about like six months. Uh, I'm talking about one year, two year, three year. You know, five, ten years. So I was never really. Um, you know, at first I spent money kind of dumb um, until I and I I got over that stage really fast. But once I realized um, that if I wanted you know to survive in this industry, um, I have to be going for the long term because I think a lot of people are not focused on the long term. They're looking for the quick buck. They're looking for you know how good they can currently look. Um, right. Once I realized that, um, I would say like, dude, almost the first five, six months of my uh, business, um, I was investing almost everything back that I was making, um, literally almost everything, dude. I, and it's kind of the, uh, the one wow. of my phrases is operate like you're on the last on your last dollar. And by right. investing everything I had back into my business and back into my brand. Um, I actually did operate like I was on my last dollar. You know, I had to make smarter decisions. I couldn't spend um, as much dumb money like I used to in the beginning because I realized like, hey, look, if I want to go far and I want to get there quicker, um, I got to spend a lot more money. I got to invest a lot more money. So um, obviously that's a big risk. I think a lot of people, they make money and they want to hold on to it. They don't want to spend it obviously because it's like, hey, this is my first time making good money. Um, right. you know, I want to hold on to it. I want to save it. I want to see the numbers on my bank account stack up. And for me, I was like, you know, it just it just didn't really um, like affect me, dude. You know, I, I made freaking um, in college. I remember I had my first ten thousand dollar day, and it was gone within like a week. You know, I spent all of it, but going back into my brand, going back into my business, back into ads, and then um, that was right actually before I dropped out, and um, I, I landed a new uh, business opportunity with a software company right before I dropped out, and deciding to drop out was actually one of the biggest. Uh, decisions of my life because the, the biggest month I had before I dropped out was like 27 grand um, and I was wow. already, I had a software company um, a little bit of e-commerce but I was, I was really heavy into affiliate marketing back then wow. uh, and then my software company and probably a software company and affiliate marketing are each making me about 10k a month but um, one of my PayPal's got shut down inside of December um, I was actually just talking to my buddy about this today and I had 13 grand inside of it and wow. I was like and like pretty much PayPal got, they shut it down because it was like too much volume within a short amount. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what to do, you know, when I got my account right. shut down and I was really scared because at this time I wasn't planning on dropping out and, but losing that much money, you know, that's, that was half of my month's income. Um, right. it put me in this really, really, you know, back against the wall type of situation. And I was trying to figure out, you know, what should I do? Should I go back to school? Uh, you know, should I drop out? Should I go all in with my business? And I had right. a few, at that time, I found a few mentors and people um, who were crushing it, doing six figures a month in the industry, who were willing to like, you know, at that time, you know, mentor me for a little bit, you know, take me uh, under the wings and like do phone calls with me and stuff like that. And so like, it took me like a few days, but I just got to the point, I was so frustrated. I was so like mad that I lost his money where I was just right. like, all right, 
I'm gonna drop out of school. You know, I was like, I felt, I took it as a sign, and it was huge, huge right. risk. Like, I, th- I think a lot of people now, um, they think that dropping out of school is like a trend. They think dropping out of school is cool because they see like, you know, my team doing it, or you know, some other people on uh, online doing it because it looks super cool. Right. But they don't really realize That's like, not what it was, it, yeah, they don't really realize like it's huge, like it's a huge decision. Um, right, you know, right. dropping out of school. So I took that risk. I went all in. Uh, my parents were like halfway on the border, like, you know, supporting me halfway not. They're like, yeah, go ahead, you know, do it. You know, I support you. I think you'll make it work. But, you know, if it doesn't work, you know, you can always go back. If it doesn't work, right. you know, um, you, you need to go to medical school or whatever it was. Um, you know, they're like, try it out for a few months because um, I didn't completely drop out. I did like a, uh, like a leave, like a withdrawal leave for like, Technically, I'm taking a year off, but obviously right. I dropped out, you know, because I don't need to go back. But um, right. I was put in that situation, you know, where my back was against the wall. And at that point, I realized, like, look, there's no going back. You know, if I go back to college, I look like a dumbass. You know, if I go back to college, right. I'm not, you know, accomplishing my dreams. If I go back to college, you know, I'm not doing, you know, what I'm happy and fulfilled doing. So I was just like, you know, I got to make this work. And that ended up, you know, being the biggest risk. And uh, one, of the, one of the things I think today, too... And I tell a lot of people, like, like, nothing's wrong with college. It just, I got to the point where it'd be dumb for me not to drop out of college, you know, because there's right. so much potential to grow. And I think a lot of people today, dude, they're like, hey, you know, I don't want to go to college because I see all these people not going to college and making money online. But it's like, look, dude, <laughs> you know, you kind of you kind of need to go to college. You know, the only reason you should yeah. stop going to college is when it becomes dumb to not be there. You know, for example, you know, uh, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, all these college dropouts, they dropped out because they were making a shit ton of money, you know, not because, you know, they're fantasized with this lifestyle, you know, so I think a lot of people are not minimizing that risk, you know, not making it look like such a big deal, because college is like, not going to college is becoming a little bit more acceptable today, but when you grow up in like a very traditional family, uh, where college is like the standard, and that's what you have to do, there's no other way, you know, that's a fucking huge risk, so I kind of shit my pants back then, but, you know, obviously I made it work. So you talked about the um, the thirteen thousand dollars being lost and um, just this whole uh, this college issue that you were having. What um, did you have any other problems during initial like startup when you were when you were first making the decision to full like full on go into business or uh, was that mostly it? Yeah. So when I first was going in, so this was that moment that I just talked to you about, uh, about right now. That was the moment before I majorly leveled up um, from twenty sixteen to seventeen. That was when things took off to the next level but to rewind a little bit um to go back to when I was first starting one of the biggest things was obviously um I didn't have crazy amount of capital um I ended up when I I was 18 um I got into flipping cars for a while and one of the guys that was helping me flip cars ended up actually like scamming me uh and stealing pretty much all my money which was like five grand um at the time and so I was like down to like my last dollar like literally I remember I had like three dollars in my bank account and I was and I had like a uh a credit card that I got because I just turned out 18 with like a $300 limit. And um, I came across, like I said, like e-com and then like affiliate marketing. And I was like, literally like, fuck, like, should I go all in? Should I, you know, use this last $300 to, you know, um, to join this opportunity and to invest into my marketing? And like, I remember I, I went to my dad's work and I went to tell him about it because I've been researching, um, you know, the internet for probably like, probably like 45 days or so, you know, kind of deciding like if I wanted to like really go all in. And uh, I remember telling my dad, and I was like, you know, I'm on my last, like, 300 bucks, you know, on my credit card. I got $3 in my freaking bank account. You know, I'm trying to figure out if I should do this. 
and I explained to him, you know, the business model, how it works, and, you know, all the research I've been doing. And obviously, because I've done my research, you know, back to what I was talking uh, about before, I knew what I was talking about. So my dad, he, t he honestly told me, he's like, he's like, honestly, I feel like this might be the best $300 investment you ever make in your life. And I kind of took that lightly back then, like, you know, I doubt, you know, $300 is going to freaking change my life. But, you know, ultimately, that 300 bucks, you know, took me down the road uh, to where I'm at today. You know, if I never made that investment, I would definitely not be where I'm at today. Uh, a lot of things would have been different. But the biggest thing was capital. And because I didn't have a ton of capital after, you know, I invested that money, um, it means I had limited marketing for my business, which means I had to do more hard, like, labor, more manual work, um, more tedious shit. And uh, I had to sell things that I, I had, you know, bought, you know, prior uh, to, you know, entrepreneurship and stuff like that because, you know, I needed the money. You know, I needed to invest back into my business. I needed to learn. I needed to be able to fund myself because, you know, you don't always get payouts instantly, you know, when you make sales. So it was always just like at first a lack of capital because I knew what I had to do. Like I said, I did the research. I was smart enough to do what I knew what I had to do. Um, I just needed the money to do it. And then the other biggest issue, I guess you could say was just like like working with the wrong people, putting my trust in the wrong yeah. people, paying out people, uh, creating partnerships with people who I shouldn't have created partnerships with. And because I cr like put myself in a bad situation without really um, doing my due diligence, uh, I lost a lot of money by paying out money to people who shouldn't have been paid out. So I kind of right. screwed myself over. You know, I caught, I, you know, now to this day, I probably could have made um, extra six figs just off, you know, you know, keeping the money that shouldn't have paid out, but I made an agreement, you know, buy an agreement, you know, to go in a partnership with somebody who obviously wasn't worthy of that partnership, you know, which kind of fucked me over. And, uh, right. and you know, that, that's really the biggest thing. Um, Damn. yeah, it's just, you know, good, good partnerships is like huge and, you know, holding on to your money, putting it in the right spot is huge. Um, right. and just kind of, you know, knowing where you're going, but nothing where it's like too crazy. It was more like a mental thing for me, you know, um, Obviously, nobody wanted to do what I was doing. Nobody believed what I was doing. So I couldn't, like, find good people, um, right. especially everybody being young, you know, my age. Like, what I realized, like, people my age are probably some of the worst business partners because, you know, they want to party. They want to turn up. Um, right. They want to go out. They want to hang out with girls. And I'm like, I want to grind. <laughs> you know, I want to I build a business. So right, it's just, like, right. choosing the right people and, you know, making those mistakes, you know, could have been crucial um, if I didn't catch them fast, but luckily I'm now, you know, I'm wise enough to be able to catch that. Right. Yeah, man. Well, you're, you're a huge inspiration to me. I, I actually have uh, my own little clothing brand that I'm working on right now. And, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and, um, yeah, like, uh, you've been very informative and, uh, it's great. Like, uh, I'm, I'm always keeping up with your Instagram stuff and, um, I was just listening to your podcast today. I really liked uh, what you were talking about how people love listening to uh, all this bullshit online, all these podcasts, but no one wants to make moves. Yeah. Like, that's so real. That's so real, man. Like, everyone's always like, yeah, like, I just listen to this guy. Like, I'm so inspired. And like, yeah, bro, like, so what are you doing? Like, what are you up to, bro? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly, man. Nobody, like, everybody's inspired, but it's like, what the hell are you inspired to do? Like, <laughs> you know, get up, do something, you know, and that's kind of the problem I have. You know, I don't want to say any names, uh, other people who put out like they put out good content like these other entrepreneur dudes but nobody actually I feel like um, puts out relevant stuff that's actually useful 
that can actually change people's right. lives. It's more like, hey, stop being a freaking retard. You know, stop sitting around. But it's not like actual practical advice. So everybody gets motivated and think that person's like changing their life or giving them useful information. But they really just right. end up even more confused. But now they're just like a motivated, confused person. <laughs> sure. You know? Sure. Cool. Thank you so much, bro. Keep grinding. Yeah, have a good day, man, and uh, keep crushing it at school. You too. Yeah. So yeah, that was the call. Um, nothing too crazy, but I thought I'd share it with you guys because I did tell you guys um, that I'm gonna start doing, you know, calls for my podcast and stuff like that. And since it was so last minute, I didn't have the chance to go live. Um, but if you want to hop on a call with me, you know, we can turn it to a podcast. You know, maybe we can do a Skype call. Um, just leave a review. Leave your name. You know, maybe your social media handle. And uh, just let me know what you think. Leave a genuine, um, authentic review and uh, reach out to me on social media. Let me know you want, what you want to talk about. Give me a subject. You know, I like to talk about things that are, you know, relevant, things that are going to help a lot of people. Um, again, you know, thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, if you haven't left a review yet, like I said, please, please help me out. I'm trying to get to number one uh, on the business podcast top charts. That would mean the world to me. And uh, yeah, make sure you guys are staying tuned with the social media because things are about to take off. It's the last quarter of 2017. And uh, we have no signs of slowing down. Thank you for listening to The Dropout Degree. If you enjoyed, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube at Josh King Madrid. And if you learned something new, please share this on your social media and leave a five-star review. Want to connect more? Head to www.joshkingmadrid.com.